Hey, group chat. So, you know, we love to highlight some of our favorite podcasts. And I am here to share that for Colored Nerds, your favorite Black culture podcast from creators Brittany Luce and Eric Eddings is back. You might know Brittany and Eric from their podcast and Quibi show, The Nod, or you might have listened to For Colored Nerds from way back. However, you got hooked, drop in every week for smart conversation, games, and celebrity guests. As For Colored Nerds peels back the layers of Black culture, we really discuss in mixed company. The show could be discussing why Power Book 3 Raising Canaan is one of the sexiest shows on TV one week and the next recontextualizing the legacies of early Black cinema gems with the creator of the Black Film Archive. You can listen to For Colored Nerds right now on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we've got a clip for you to hear right now. Tune in. Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Brittany. And we are For Colored Nerds. To all our listeners, new and old, welcome to the show. We are so glad to be back and especially happy to be coming back at this time of the year, fall, when our favorite TV shows come back. There's Queen Sugar and Power and especially Insecure, the game-changing show about friendship, love, and figuring it out in L.A. from creator Issa Rae which is now in its final season. So the ensemble show revolves around Issa D and her circle of friends and lovers. And while the core friendship between Issa, Molly, Kelly, and Tiffany has been the show's emotional center and driver of the plot, it's the romantic entanglements of Issa and Molly that repeatedly set Twitter, Instagram, and group chats all over the world <laughs> aflame. And no character has drawn more of that ire and praise then Issa's on-again, off-again love interest, Lawrence Walker. Excuse me, Martin Lawrence Walker, to be exact. Played by breakout star Jay Ellis. And there's no way to talk about Lawrence without getting into the uh, outsized reactions to his character from Black Men, going all the way back to season one. We asked him about the huge reaction to Lawrence and why he thinks the character has resonated so much with a certain part of the culture. You know, I'm not sure I have seen Black men so collectively rally around a TV character like I've seen with Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, it was like this group of people, massive group of people found so much of themselves in Lawrence. You know, myself included at small at certain times. Uh, <laughs> Yourself at yeah, certain, certain times, times. Yeah, certain You know, times. that they needed him to become almost like the best version of like of themselves i'm curious like for you as the actor like what was it really like watching the way that people battled over the importance of lawrence i remember my homeboy called me after the finale of season one and he was like on a tuesday he called me on a tuesday afternoon at like 4 p.m in la so 6 p.m where he's from and he was like yo me and my girl ain't talked in two days (laughs) and they're married and they've been together so it was, they've been together. Like, they're married and been been together for a minute. So it was, like, to me, that was so telling. Like, I, it, it's crazy, man. Like, I don't know that I could ever really explain it. And I, I you know, the one thing that I'll say is, like, I, I do wish I could go back and relive some of those moments and just have been, like, even more present and more immersed in them, even more than what I was and more than what we were together as a cast. Because, you know... I think we feel like we get beat up in every direction to all of a sudden see the dude who's like got beat up, but then it's like getting back up and like, yo, I'm going to do it. And then he gets knocked down again in the coldest way possible by his girl 
and then like has the redemption, right? We're calling it the, the redemption. redemption. Okay, I see. He's going to claim his time, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was such a like, hey, we here and we not going nowhere, yeah. and we gonna get back up and we gonna be the best versions of ourselves. And then it's you, you, you know, it's so many good dudes out here who day after day just get up and they do it and they do it over and over and over and over again and get no recognition, but constantly get the other end of it right. They get the micro and the slights and all that mm-hmm. stuff all the time. And I think to your point, like all of a sudden there was this collective group, like, hey, that's me. And this dude, this dude better win for all of us right now. We need this win. Because I'm out here doing it. I'm doing it good. But I'm, I'm not, but I'm getting slighted. I'm not getting what I should be getting. And that I think just rang true for so many, for so many people. Yo, it was like, it was like black men won a championship. It <laughs> dead ass. It was literally like we like, oh man, like Obama just got elected. Like literally, it was just everybody was in the streets. Like, they don't think I want a Grammy. They don't think I want a Grammy. Like literally, all black men pop champagne at the same time. Like oh it was God. wild. It, was, it, it truly was wild. It, you're not even exaggerating though. Like there were so many clips on social media of, I mean, like it looked like a Holyfield fight. <laughs> the way that people would be crowded in front of the television, hooting and hollering and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, I mean. I respect that Lawrence came back. I respect that Lawrence bounced back because I think as a human being, we all, we, some of us have been on that, on the Lawrence side of the equation. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Where it's just like, okay, yeah. I got to get back in the game. But um, yeah, your hive though, the hive, the Lawrence hive, they're, they're, <laughs> they're I'll, on the I'll next level. It is, it, the mobilization is like, it's impressive. I mean, we can march into a few states and get some stuff right. Get, get some laws cleaned up. That, I mean, no, but it, it has truly been amazing to like, I don't know, like to, to know that that I've been able, I've been fortunate enough to play this character that so many men responded to. So many, and not just men, like women too, but like it, it is, as a black man, it is this like, I, I have this overwhelming feeling of gratitude to like have had the honor, like the gift of being able to play this guy because I know, I know, I just know what it's, I mean, I worked retail. Like I wasn't the best buy dude. I was the Steve Madden dude. You know what I mean? Like I know what yeah. it's like yeah. to be in those yeah. shoes. I, and I know how many of my boys and how many people I pass every single day when I walk in somewhere who are, who are in the middle of that journey. You know, I, I definitely don't take it lightly, although I joke about it. Like, I don't take it lightly that, like, he was, you know, a representation that for a lot of black men and 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 they were getting to see themselves on screen and see someone somewhat like them, even if it was just some a few moments. Or, you know, I, I say this all the time, like, I think the next closest thing is Earn in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I don't say closest mm-hmm. thing because I think I think Donald has done an absolutely amazing job, clearly. But, like, Earn is the only other character that you probably could say is very, that feels similar to, like, somebody you know or somebody you've been yourself, you know? You can hear more of our conversation with Jay Ellis, as well as interviews with other celebrities and folks driving the culture forward by listening to our show for Colored Nerds every week. We have new episodes every Tuesday, so follow the show on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. 